John from the FreeGiftFromGod.com podcast. Today I'm going to start this session, I'm continuing on with this subject of trust that I've been doing for the past few weeks, but I want to ask you a question. Are you really trusting in the Lord? It's easy in this world to be trusting in something other than the Lord. We've all done it, and we do it often. It's pride and arrogance that often takes us down that road as we think we can sort things out all by ourselves. So we need to be aware of this and put all matters, no matter how trivial or massive, into the hands of the Lord. We need to trust him because often his way is different to ours and his outcomes are always better than what ours might be. My aims today are to look at the folly of trusting in the ways of man to resolve situations and issues. The ways of man are weak and fraught with danger. They do not lead to victory, but often lead to pride, arrogance, and the downfall of those who go down that path. So the first verse I want to look at is in Luke chapter 18. I'm going to read from verse 9. He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Now here are some people who are trusting not in God, not in the law, but trusting in themselves. So I'll go on. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. So here was this man. He was incredibly proud, no question about that, and arrogant because he was judging all of these other people, even the tax collector who'd come up and who was praying in the temple with him. Whereas he should have seen that if the tax collector was there praying in the temple with him, he was a brother in the Lord. He was a a God-fearing man because he'd come up to pray in the temple. But this Pharisee just thought he was better than everyone else. And we see this because he says, I fast twice a week, I give tithes of all that I get. Now, there are some people even in the modern church who think that they're good because they tithe and because they fast. And yet we see here that Jesus didn't care about those things. Those things weren't important. What was important was what the tax collector did. We read on in verse 13. But the tax collector standing far off would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but he who humbles himself will be exalted. The big difference in these two men was the fact that the Pharisee trusted in himself. He trusted in his works, works of law. He trusted that he was righteous based on what he did. Whereas the tax collector, he didn't trust in himself. He trusted in God. He said, be merciful to me, a sinner. And he trusted that God would be merciful. And as we see, because of his trust and because of his faith, he went down to his house justified, whereas the other one, the arrogant man, didn't. So the next scripture I want to have a look at is over in the book of John, chapter 2. And I'm going to read from verse 23. Now, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs which he did. But Jesus did not trust himself to them, because he knew all men, and he needed no one to bear witness of man, for he himself knew what was in man. So here we see Jesus didn't trust himself to man. He didn't trust himself to men because he understood that there was sin in man, that the devil was playing with men. So who did he trust himself to? Well, he trusted himself to God. He trusted himself to his father. He didn't trust himself to men. Later on, as people became 
closer to the Lord. And as they learned and as they grew, as we saw happened uh, with the disciples, he called them his friends. Now, friends you trust, at least to a certain degree. Friends are people who have found you found to be trustworthy. And Jesus found these men to be trustworthy. And so he trusted them then. But at this point in time, he didn't trust himself to anyone because he understood what was going on in man. The last scripture I want to look at is in uh, Luke chapter 11. And I'm going to read from verse 21, just two verses. When a strong man fully armed guards his own palace, his goods are in peace. But when one stronger than he assails him and overcomes him, he takes away his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoil. Now, here's a call for us. You can't trust in the things of the world. If you're trusting in the things of the world to keep you safe, to keep you secure, to give you life, to lead you to Christ or whatever, if you're trusting in the things of the world, if you're trusting in money, if you're trusting in the things that are going to uh, keep you healthy, if you're trusting in the word of doctors and things like that, and I'm not saying we shouldn't trust those people because God has created all authorities and that includes medical authorities and they've been given certain skills. but If you're trusting in these things to the exclusion of the Lord, then you're trusting in the wrong things. One of the challenges I see with the prosperity gospel is that they are teaching people that you need the money. And if you're not being blessed with money, then you're not not faithful enough to God that uh, you're not trusting in God. And that's uh, that's not what this trust is all about. We're trusting God to provide our needs. We don't trust in him to make us rich. So when we do trust in those things, though, it says when someone stronger comes along and assails him, he overcomes him, he takes away his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoil. So if, if someone stronger was to come along, and I mean, you think about money, how many times in the centuries has there been recessions and depressions and where the value of money fell through the floor? So why would you trust in something that's so weak? It's like in the Bible, it talks about those who trust in dead idols, dumb idols. Why would you trust in a lump of wood? Why would you trust in a a piece of metal? Why would you trust in any of those things? And so today, why would you trust in money? Why would you trust in, put your trust in property or housing or wealth or any of those things? Why would you trust in investing in, say, expensive paintings, you know, a Van Gogh or a Rembrandt or something like that? Why would you trust in those things? When push comes to shove and everything goes everything goes crazy and the value of all things falls, well, you can't eat a Van Gogh. You're better off keeping your $100,000 or $200,000 or however much they cost. I've never really priced them, probably millions of dollars. You'd be better off keeping that so that you could buy yourself food. But then you don't put your trust in the money either. You put your trust in God to provide for your needs, and he will. God will provide the needs for all who trust in him. And you don't need money because he will provide, and he has provided, and he will continue to provide. He will provide for his people because he doesn't want to cease come to harm. David wrote in one of the Psalms, he said, I've been young and now I'm old, and I've never seen the righteous begging bread in the streets. And that's true. That's the way that uh, God is. He, He looks after his people. So consider this. The ways of men are not the ways of God. Trusting in the ways of men and the things of men doesn't necessarily lead to the outcomes God wants for us. And trusting in man leads ultimately to death. 
But trusting in the Lord always, always leads to life. Trusting in the Lord leads to peace, joy, and eventually eternal life with him. But trusting in man or the things of this world, such as money, is a false security. The things of the world can be stripped away, leaving nothing. But trusting in the Lord cannot be taken away. So as a prayer point, ask the Lord now to help you strengthen your trust in him. Ask him to help you to put no trust in the things of this world, for they will not lead to life as they are temporary and fading. Instead, ask for the strength to trust in him and his eternal salvation that awaits those who have faith and trust in the Lord. So that's all for today. I'll be continuing on this subject of trust again next time. So I hope you'll join me then. And until then, this is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast signing off and wishing you a blessed week ahead. God bless you.